I think the way to start this is by saying we've already recorded this podcast. Yeah, this re- we've this... already done recorded this damn thing. And so, for you, dear listener, we'd like to painstakingly re-record, re-record yeah. it. And if you're thinking that you know they've recorded this all once, so this time it's going to be even smoother or funnier, you'd be wrong. You would be completely wrong because we have little to no energy between us. We recorded it last week and it's taken us this long to re-record it. So, here you go. But look, look, hey, listen, I feel like we're putting barriers between us and the listener. Let's, mm. I'm bringing it back, okay? This is yep. Compact Dicks. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Compact Dicks, the spin-off uh, sister podcast of Desert Island Dicks, which of course is where, you know, people pick the worst people and things to be stuck on an island with. Compact Dicks is where you, the listener, have your say and we're going to oh, talk nice. all about it now. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so I think, Dan, when we did this before, we started with comments on Twitter, right? Well, yeah, so the other week, last time we did this, what we did was we said to people, we set a, a like a theme. The theme was the one bad thing that spoils something that would otherwise be good. Hmm, nice. So, you know, like... Uh, the fly in the ointment. Yeah, so my example was um, me and my son like watching Walking with Dinosaurs. But there's one series where there's a guy in it who's like a sort of naturalist kind of presenter type, and he's explaining about the dinosaurs. But instead of just showing us the animated dinosaurs, he spends loads of time... So I'm trying to pretend he's actually there, going, right, so uh, off the coast in the Jurassic period now, we're going to go and search for this dinosaur. It's the king of the deep, and uh, I'm going to use this camera, and I'm going to attach it to this thing, and I'm going to drop it over the side of the boat, and hopefully we'll be able to swim with this dinosaur. And you're like, I know you're going to be able to swim with the fucking dinosaur, because it's not real, and it's CGI. So stop showing me all your workings out, and just show me the fucking dinosaur. Why are you even here... Just it's jump so, in the fucking water with the dinosaur, like. It's and they so spend unnecessary. More, yeah, they spend more time showing you the setting up than the actual dinosaur. So it's it's that's the thing that ruins an otherwise good thing. Okay, this is good. This is great. And so we had a, a lot of people get in touch via Dixpod on Instagram and Twitter to talk about this. And I'm going to start with one from Stacy. And Stacy mm-hmm. says. Greg Wallace ruins MasterChef for me. I cannot oh. bear how he rushes the contestants and bellows at them to hurry up. It infuriates me. I have to mute him. And he used to live in my parents' cul-de-sac in Sea Salter. He often cut the corner turning into the estate. Of course did. he did. Of course he did. Oh, out my way! <laughs> Let me get in the cul-de-sac. What, you're telling me this is a bloody corner? Yeah. I think... Yeah. Um, he, I heartily uh, agree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that made me chuckle, even though we read this last week. <laughs> I can't stand Greg Wallace, and I love MasterChef, and it's so problematic. At least in the professional version, they kind of bin him off halfway through, and he doesn't have that much to do with it. But it's still like, like what dirt have you got on the BBC that you're on so many programmes? Because all you do is turn up and just pull funny faces and just say stupid, oh, yeah, you have a bit of that, it's lovely, sweet, boozy feeling coming through it, and then you hit with that whack of lemon, oh, yeah, I'd eat that, and then he just pulls loads of stupid faces, and it's like, what? Just, just, just go away forever, please. I've got a couple of Instagram here. Um, this is from Claire. 
She says, there is one of these at every supermarket you go to in Glasgow at the moment. When you go in for a food shop, you can bet your last quid there will be that one couple that have their mask down under their nose and mouth, not keeping their distance, leaning over people and stopping in the middle of the aisles to chat to Barbara and Davy from up the street about how they're sick of the COVID. And um, they think masks are nonsense and love gossiping about their neighbours. Nice, yeah. I see you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all doing our bit. We're all trying to do our bit. But you guys aren't. Spoiling it for everyone else. Yeah, you bastards. Yeah. Do you have any more from Twitter? Yeah, I've got some from Twitter. Um, Dayswink said, a bad neighbour, you say. Branston F, yours would win hands down. So Branston on Twitter says, good grief, where to start? Today I have located a rancid smell next to our fence peered over to find a bag for life full of dog excrement and i do mean full the whole bag they must have been filling it since they moved in that is unbelievable like what what what's your end game with that like what you know you're cleaning up after your dog but then putting it in one bag and then keeping it what like what are you going to do with that bag unless it's like unless it's some part of some like revenge plot Oh, they're going to dump like a whole bag for life full of dog shit on someone's car or something. Wow, that is a that I didn't even think of that. That's a mad twist in this whole thing. I like that. I mean, mean, that's the the only likely explanation, or they're just insane and disgusting. Yeah, why would you keep that pile of dog shit? It's. I think probably they're insane and disgusting. Yeah. Have you got any more from Instagram? Yeah, Lisa says, bad accents in a film or programme irritates me. I love Peaky Blinders, but the so-called Brummy accents in it are borderline offensive. I can say that because I'm from the West Midlands. Nice. Yeah. I yeah. just think there's so many like stages of auditioning and planning for something like that. And then to just get it wrong, just you know, just hire someone who can do the accent. It's just so So basic. much effort goes in and like just to fall at the final hurdle is a shame. Yeah. Uh, and I have this one from lovely Brendan, who um, is our social media guru, and he um, has said, John Deacon, not your dad, John Deacon, who features on this podcast, but John Deacon from Queen. Queen equals Freddie, greatest frontman ever. Brian, brilliant guitarist, iconic hair. Roger, singing drummer, ladies' man. John, stood there in his high-waisted jeans. And Brendan has posted this great picture of John Deacon from Queen stood next to a very cool-looking Brian May and Freddie Mercury just kind of stood there in his kind of loungewear and his jeans pulled up right so you can see his mammal toe at the front, um, <laughs> looking extremely uncool. Oh, man, horrendous. Yeah, John Deacon, not your dad, um, it's just it's like you're in one of the biggest rock bands of all time. Like, just pretend to look like you're enjoying it. Like... I know it was the 80s and people wore smaller shorts back then, but it's like Freddie Mercury's looking incredible, Brian May doing his thing, and then you've got the, him standing there with his base like halfway up to his tits. He's got his legs <laughs> yeah. so close together, it looks like he's like trying to hold on to a coin between his thighs. And mm. like, and he just doesn't, it looks like he's been drafted in. He looks like he's someone's brother in law that they've just gone, oh, well, uh, John can play bass. You know, it's like, Look at your surroundings. You're at Live Aid. Just try and have a better time. Someone's brother-in-law is amazing. I love that. <laughs> That's perfect description of John yeah. Deacon from Queen, not my dad. But, James, speaking of John Deacon, your dad, 
Is the, have we got anything from him this week? Oh. Are we going to hear from him? Dan, what a segue. That is lovely. That really is lovely stuff. Uh, yeah, we've got something from him, and I'm going to play it to you now. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Well, great episode this week, Dan, with uh, Michelin-starred chef Tom Brown. And I uh, particularly liked his uh, reasoning behind his hatred of uh, TripAdvisor. Uh, that's well worth a listen. Um, now, what a week with Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah Winfrey blowing the lid right off the royal family. Also, our favourite dick, Pierce Morgan, showing his uh, true colours by throwing his toys out of his pram and storming off of uh, ITV's This Morning programme. Now, talking of Morgan, I'm going to throw a curveball this week and recommend several episodes featuring said dick. Now, these are Aisha Hazarika, Davina DeCampo, Kai Kurd, Eleanor Tiernan and uh, my favourite Morgan basher, and uh, an episode I've recommended in the past, and that is uh, Natasha Devon MBE's episode. So they're all well worth a listen. Now, getting back to last week's compact dicks, you asked the listeners uh, what dicks turned out to be a real disappointment. And my choice on the theme is uh, comedian Sophie Hogan's episode, who uh, goes on to tell that how, when she was uh, a young girl, she was obsessed with uh, Westlife's Brian McFadden. But when she finally uh, got to meet him, um, what a disappointment he turned out to be. Um, A great story. Uh, So my choices for this week are Aisha Hazarika, Davina DeCampo, Kai Kurd, Eleanor Tiernan and Natasha Devon MBE's uh, Morgan bashing episodes and comedian Sophie Hagen's episode. So I hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. And that was John Deacon. That was my dad. And some of that stuff may be slightly out of date um, because he recorded it a few weeks ago and this is the only time we've managed to get it together. Yes. And actually, if you uh, go to our most recent um, episode, recently we put out a a couple of best of episodes uh, called Top of the Cox. And in one of those, you'll be able to hear that story um, from Natasha Devon about Piers Morgan. Um, or you can just listen to her whole episode, which is also very good, as uh, your dad points out. So thank you once again, John Deacon, my favourite of all the John Deacons. Certainly better than that prick out of Queen. Nice. That's really nice. <laughs> um, Have we had any email correspondence, James? Yeah, we've had some emails, Dan. As if I did 2021, re- that's how people get in touch. You can visit dickspod.com slash contact on the internet, and there's a little contact form on there, and that comes through to us. And Dylan, who um, got in touch with us before, I said... I've got a drink to nominate to go on the island, and it is coffee. It's so bitter and makes you feel sick after drinking it. And the worst part is that everyone fucking loves it. And sorry for the spelling error of Kim Jong-un. I am only 11. (laughs) Right, so there's a lot to unpack there. The spelling error is because of an earlier email he sent about Kim Jong-un the other week. He sent one. And he's saying he's 11 years old. Do you think he's 11 years old? I don't... The way he's written that, I don't think he is. But he could be. (laughs) But he says... And the worst part about it is everyone fucking loves it. I don't know if that is something that 11-year-olds say. Maybe it is nowadays. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, thanks for your contribution, whether you're a a grown-up or an 11-year-old. James, I've got an email here from Joseph. And it says... 
Dear Dick Wizards, which um, I like very much. <laughs> I do. Um, I imagine a wizard, but with a dick-shaped wand. Um, nice. The with latest a dick, with a dick-shaped staff. <laughs> The latest podcast has given me a proper disgusted in Tunbridge Wells feeling. I'd like to nominate a dick category, meat eaters who think that whatever vegetarians or vegans eat is any of their business whatsoever. If you must know... Okay, so before I go on, this goes on. This is following on from... We had Chef Tom Brown on recently, and he put on as his worst food uh, substitute meats, like fake sausages and fake bacon and stuff like that. Mm. Joseph says, if you must know, the explanation of meat substitutes is simple. Our cuisine has been shaped by hundreds of years of using meat. Veg products let people eat less meat without having to completely change their eating habits. That's all. It's not a lie. Nobody is fooled. It's not like sausages are naturally occurring. By Chef Tom Brown's logic, we mustn't change the shape of things. So next time you want to eat a sausage, eat a dick. Thank you. Sorry. Bye. Wow, that is strong. That is really good stuff. Well, I think, yeah, I think Chef Tom Brown was like, there's so many nice things that you can eat, like nice vegetables and mm, nice vegetarian mm. products that you don't need to sort of try and replicate. And I suppose the thing is always like, I, you know, I do eat veggie things like that now and again, like veggie pies or veggie sausages and stuff now and again to eat less meat, as he said. But I think the thing is, you have to think of it as a separate thing. I think if you're trying to think of it as being an exact replacement for sausages, then they are shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that's where Tom Brown was coming from. As in, like, just eat nice vegetables. Don't try and make it into something that it's not. Maybe. I don't know. But I sort of agree with both of you. I'm firmly on the fence. Mm, I, I think I get it. I totally get it. I mean, I, I think that people do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Yeah. In live essence. and let live. Live and let live. Um, eat a fucking veggie sausage if you want. Who cares? Yeah. I'm too tired to give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's distract you. Have you got any emails to read or are we done? Yeah, of course I've got emails. I've got bloody emails coming out the yin yang. Hang on. Um, I've got the. <laughs> I've got an email here, Dan. Um, and it says Hi, Dan and James. Gets minus points for the. Not being funny at the start there. No, um, I've got an email here from Will, and it says, Hi, Dan and James. I found your podcast recently and find it hilarious. Well, he's redeemed himself. Particularly the episode with Flo and Joan, who have, I have concluded are my spirit animals following that pod in agreement mm. with all dicks they mentioned. If that isn't a reason to go and listen, I don't know what is. Anyway, given how much fun it is to rant and how little my wife enjoys it, I'm using this as an outlet. Great. Welcome aboard, Will. It seems that you understand the format. <laughs> I work in recruitment, which is a wash with cocks, it is safe to say. A particular blend of toxic masculinity and a Wolf of Wall Street ideology reigns supreme. In very few industries are there so many people who talk quite as much bollocks. <laughs> they are all... They all label themselves as experts, in inverted commas, demand extortionate sums of money and idolise presenteeism because apparently doing lines of coke in the office toilet at 7.30pm at, at is classed as pulling a hard shift. <laughs> Most sensible people who get into it get out of it within two years and anyone who is in it after 10 years is most definitely a dick themselves i'm in year 11 of this career now you'd think recruiters would be people who like people they don't they just like themselves or maybe they hate themselves either way a proper set of dicks the biggest 
Everdick was a recruiter who was in a recruitment firm in the same market I worked in. He was very senior and a top biller, in inverted commas. You mm -hmm. see what I mean? His boss had kidney failure and needed a transplant. The senior recruiter happened to be a blood match with his boss and offered up his kidney, so long as he handed over a majority stake of his business. He ended up taking the offer. What a cunt. I'll save you as long as you give me the business you've spent your life building. Wow. That is just insane. I that. mean, that sort of thing that you could agree to and then probably take him to court afterwards for extortion or something. Yeah, but also that is fuck unbelievable. that guy for even bringing it up. Oh, fucking hell. That is absolutely unbelievable. Mad. A kidney and then just, like, give me your business. That's mad shit. <laughs> I can't get over that. That's really like taking the wind out of my sails. That is crazy. <laughs> Even though, let's be honest, I heard it last week when we recorded. I heard it last still, week, but as I was I'd reading, forgotten all about I started the email and then it wasn't until about halfway through I was like, oh, that's this one. Yeah, that's where this is going. It still has the power to yeah knock yeah. me off my feet well, well thank you for that email that was superb and i'm glad you enjoyed the podcast thank you very much for yeah, saying that yeah that's great i'm sorry i was a little bit rude to you at the start i'm thinking i'm just a bit tired dan i'm losing the will to live here what should we set people up with for next week on the podcast i would like to set people uh well like i say um you can get in touch with anything like i always say so you know if you want to just nominate a random personal thing or film or song or food that you hate that's absolutely fine but if you want to you know if you want something themed then uh, here's a theme um dick lyrics lyrics that mm. are dicks not like about dicks but just sort of lyrics where you think that's a, a dickish lyric that just annoys me so like i don't know what it is about there's this bob dylan song called isis and i'm not a huge bob dylan song anyway right but there's this bit in it that always uh, catches me and he goes it's a song, he goes, um, it's a line that goes, I was thinking about turquoise, I was thinking about gold, I was thinking about diamonds and the world's biggest necklace. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I it's just something about, like, you know, I don't really know what it is, it's just so clunky and you just kind of think, just really shoehorned in, like the world's biggest necklace. And it does rhyme, you know, yeah. he comes back and rhymes it with reckless. But okay. I'm just like, but that's just so like jarring. Yeah, just like the world's biggest necklace. Um, and I just think also, if you were thinking about all those treasures that you're after, it's not really like the biggest necklace. You'd want like the most impressive or the most valuable. Mm. So I think he's just like, just phoning in a little bit there, if I'm honest. Uh, but I'm sure you guys have better examples. So give me examples of uh, lyrics that you think are dicks. You can email us at <laughs> dickspod forward slash contact is that it <laughs> no. i can never fucking remember you can go on the website dickspod.com slash contact and that's there's a what you form can there. do that's how the internet it. works or go dickspod on instagram and twitter that's how the internet works so thank you do that please and um yeah we'll catch up with them next week yeah baby oh mama i cannot wait dan yes bye <laughs> bye <laughs>